Hey, hey, everybody. I am Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. Welcome to another episode of the Heart Work with PBJ podcast, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. So you can do the work you are called to do while also living the life you desire. Friends, let me tell y'all something. It is a beautiful spring, pre-spring. I'm not sure where we at, but it's a beautiful day in Georgia. And I am so grateful for this beautiful weather before things get hot and sticky. It's just the right amount of cool in the air. And I just love it. One of my favorite things to do is to walk my dog early in the morning before the sun comes up and just feel that cool breeze on my face and think about how good God has been to me. So I hope that you all are enjoying beautiful weather as well. I hope things are well in your life. Listen, my friends, this episode is sponsored by my new ebook called The Myth of Balanced Time, The Secret to Managing Competing Priorities. Listen, if you got more tasks than time and you have a hard time juggling all your important stuff, you need to get this ebook. It is full, full, full of encouragement and practical tips, things that you can implement right now to make that schedule a little bit better, all right? So go to mythofbalancedtime.com, mythofbalanced with an E-D, time.com. Go ahead and get that ebook, just 15 bucks, y'all. Download it. And like I told you, you can use it right now. You can use it right now. So go check that out. And speaking of the myth of balance time, today I'm going to talk to you about the most important lessons I've learned about managing competing priorities and disrupting burnout. This is where the rubber hits the road, my friends. Let's get into it. So today, friends, I want to have a little chat with you about where to start when it comes to managing our competing priorities and disrupting cycles of burnout. Most of the time when I've been a part of a conversation or a presentation or training about time management or about competing priorities, it always focused on my task, the things I need to do, and my people, the people that I need to serve. Um, and I understand why because all of us want the solution of how to get it all done and how to get it all done without losing ourselves and without dropping the ball so I understand why these conversations focus on our task and our people But I'm here to tell you, friends, I learned the hard way that if you start with your task and your people, you're leaving out the most important part of competing priorities and how to manage and how to get it done. And that's you. You are the most important part. Why are you the most important part? Because unless you deal with you first, then your people and your to-do list will manage your life and it will continue to manage your life. 
So we've got to back up a little bit. And I love all of the practical tips of what to do with your task. I told you all in 2012, when all of my blessings came rushing into my life, I had to find some ways to deal with my task. I needed some quick fixes. I needed some practical steps, some things that I could do right away to handle my task. So I, and, and in the ebook, that's what you're going to find. You're going to find a lot of practical tips of how to deal with your task. So I get that. I support that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that is not uh, a complete sentence. That is not a complete so- story. That's not the whole story. And here's how I know for sure. Because beyond 2012, after I learned all of those practical tips, right, which were very helpful, They were exceptionally helpful. I still, by 2019, ended up in the pits of burnout. So although those practical tips for dealing with things and managing my competing priorities were helpful, they were not the complete story. It's only through kind of digging out of this rut of burnout that I recognized that I left out the most important part, me. I forgot about me. I felt as though if every task was done and every person in my life was taken care of, then all was well. If I could check it off my to-do list or if I could throw the sticky note away or if I can look in the eyes of the person that I care for or serve and know that they were taken care of, in my mind, all was well. But I'm here to tell you that all was not well because I left out some very, very important parts. So when I say, start with you. There are six things that I want you to consider. Again, we got to deal with our people. We've got to deal with our task, but let's back up a little bit and deal with you. So the first thing I want you to deal with is your values, then your energy, your motivation, your gifts and talents, your priorities, and your sacrifice. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit today about each one of these because I want you to consider how you are managing or how you are defining each one of these before you think about how to deal with your people and how to deal with your task. Let's deal with you. So first, let's start with your values. Now, we've talked about values before. I told you all that values are like the stone walls around an ancient city. They protect you. When you know what you believe in and why you believe it and why it's important to you, then that serves as your, you can't make a boundary until you know what your values are. You can't make a limit until you know what you, what matters to you and what's most important to you. So the first thing you need to do is start with your values. What are your non-negotiables? No matter what comes, no matter what goes, what are the things that you are not willing to lose and you're not willing to get rid of? Those are your values. Those things that you're not willing to compromise any longer, even if you compromised them before, because I'm here to tell you burnout is coming for what matters to you most. 
every time burnout comes for what matters to you most. So what are those values? What are those, those non-negotiables? If everything else passed away, if your job was gone, if your position was gone, whatever you hold in your hand, what are those things that you're not willing to let go of? Uh, For me, that's faith, family, and health. Now, I'm not saying that I've always been loyal to these values. I'm not saying that I've always had my behavior align with my values. But what I am saying is I know that these are important to me. And now I am focused on protecting these values no matter what comes, no matter what goes. So what are your values? And nobody can define that for you. You know, often when we think about values, we think back to what our family taught us or Whoever has had an impact on our life has taught us, but I would encourage you, even if those are your values, then own them. Know where your values come from, why they're important to you, and how you're living them out on a daily basis. So the first thing you need to establish and you need to understand are your values. Number two, your energy. So where do you get your energy? Where's your daily energy source? If you are an introvert and you need some quiet time, how are you getting that quiet time? If you are an extrovert and you need to be connected to people, then how are you getting that energy? Maybe you're ambivert and you need a little bit of both. Whatever works for you, what is your energy source and how are you getting that every day? So your energy, because in order to keep serving, especially doing heart work, deep work like we do, you've got to replenish that energy. Next, number three, your motivation. What motivates you? Is it competition? Are you in competition with other people or peers or colleagues around you? Is it the expectations of others? Are you motivated by people pleasing or or being patted on the back by other people? Um, Or is it an intrinsic motivation? Are you motivated by purpose? Are you motivated by faith? What motivates you? You have to know what drives you. You have to identify where that energy comes from and what drives you and what makes you want to accomplish, what makes you want to do, what makes you want to keep pushing. What is that motivation? What motivates you? What keeps you moving? Um, What keeps you progressing? What keeps you accomplishing? Um, And then sometimes you have to reconsider that motivation. You know, there's nothing wrong with being competitive. I think a competitive edge is a gift. But if your competition is to the point that it's consuming you, you may need to reconsider if you have the right motivation. I don't think there's anything wrong with um, having people in your life be happy with you, your boss or leaders or family members. There's nothing wrong with that. But if your entire motivation is based on the expectations of others, I need you to know that people are really hard to please. And once you do something, once you do one thing, then they may change what they want. Um, So make sure that the expectations of others or the people pleasing has not overcome you or overwhelm you. So you need to investigate your motivation and notice what motivates you and what drives you. And is it a healthy motivation or is it an unhealthy motivation? 
Number four would be your gifts and your talents. And sometimes I call this your shine, that thing that causes you to stand out in a room, even when you're not trying or your magic or your zone of genius or your purpose. What is the thing that you were created to do? Now, again, I would never send you on a wild goose chase to go find purpose. I don't believe that we have to search for purpose. I believe that purpose is right in front of us. I believe that we shine every day. We just don't recognize it. We don't put value on it because it comes so easy to us and we assume it comes easy to everybody else. But you've got to know what you bring to the table. You have to know what you offer. You have to know your value. I'm telling you, when you know your value, it gives you courage. It makes you stand up in the midst of opposition. It it causes you to protect your values and it causes you to, to protect your own boundaries. It causes you to advocate for yourself and to speak up for yourself when you recognize your own value. When you recognize that your value is not tied to another person, but it is intrinsically on the inside of you, it was created in you, then it gives you a new fervor. It gives you a new fire. It gives you a new freedom when you recognize what your shine is. Um, So know the value that you bring to the table. Know that when you show up, you're not just another employee. You're not just another body, but something special came in the door as soon as you stepped in. Okay. So you got to know what your value is. Number five, know your priorities. So what's at the top of your list before you get consumed with what other people need? And listen, I got it. I understand. Sometimes those people are your children. Sometimes those people might be your partner or your spouse. Sometimes those people are, you know, your bosses. There are lots of people in our lives who have priorities for us, but you have to know what your priorities are and you have to give yourself permission for those priorities to change. It may be the priority of the moment. Choose the priority of the moment, but what are those top priorities right now, whether it's in this moment or whether it's in this week or in this month or just in this season of life? You know, if you have little ones at home, then your priority is probably a whole lot of family stuff. You won't be in that season forever. They grow up, they change, they become more independent. So as that season changes, your priority will change. And sometimes we look at what somebody else is living in and we feel a little down or maybe we feel a a, a little jealous about, you know, something that somebody else can accomplish. But I want you to recognize that your priorities are yours. And it doesn't mean that you won't do something different later in a different season of life, but you have to choose what's most important for your life right now. What are your top priorities and how are you ensuring that you keep those top priorities first? And how are you choosing the priority of the moment so that you can manage those priorities properly? And the last thing I want you to consider is what is your sacrifice? So what are you willing to set aside? What are you willing to let go of in this season? 
So we just talked about your priorities and saying that according to what season of life you're in, you have to focus on specific things and you have to focus on certain things right now. But you also may need to let go of certain things. Um, I had a conversation where I was a part of a conversation where former First Lady Bush was speaking to some of my students And uh, one of the students asked her how she did it all, how she handled all of it, you know, being a first lady, being a mother and, you know, all of her projects and how do you do it all? And she said something I'll never forget. She said, you can have it all, just not all at the same time. And I've never forgot that was years ago. And I've never forgotten that you can have it all, but just not all at the same time. So that means while I'm choosing my priorities of this moment, I also need to decide what I need to set aside. It doesn't mean it won't ever happen. It doesn't mean that I have to let go of that dream. It just means that now is not the time. You know, I was having a conversation with a very close friend of mine um, a couple weeks back, and she's completing her master's degree and about to go to medical school. And um, she waited until her children were grown, single mom, raised two girls, and she waited until her girls were grown to go after her dreams. And now she's doing that. And, you know, some people might question, oh, you know, aren't you a little old to be doing this and doing that? And um, her answer is no. This has always been the goal. This was all this has always been the plan. But she prioritized when her children were growing up. That was her season to be mom. That was her season to attend to their needs. That was her season to raise them, to protect them, to take care of them. And although she will always be their mom, now that they are grown, this is her season to go after that dream and to accomplish it. So she's doing phenomenal research right now, preparing to go to medical school. And I'm so proud of her because she recognized that, yes, it was a sacrifice. Yes, she had to set it aside the dream she had to set aside the dream aside for a season to focus on what her priority of that season was which was raising her children but now that she has done that she can go back and pick up this dream and accomplish it so not only is she doing it but she's inspiring people as she goes so I want to encourage you because it can be tough to think about what do I have to put aside It can be tough to think about what do I need to let go of in this season in order to do something else. But I'm here to tell you, you will win so much peace knowing one, you don't have to throw it away. It doesn't mean never. It just means not now. So what is your sacrifice? What are you willing to set aside so that you can accomplish what needs to be accomplished in this current season? And then you can pick up the next thing when the season changes. So again, before we talk about how to manage your people, before we talk about how to manage your task, we can figure out the to-do list. I promise you, go get the ebook. There's plenty. There's 40 something pages of what to do uh, with your task in the ebook, mythofbalancetime.com. So go get that. But I want to have conversations with you about you, your values, your energy, 
your motivation, your talent, your priorities, and your sacrifice. Once you have established these things, dealing with the people and dealing with the task makes so much more sense. And not only does it make more sense, but you can do it without losing yourself. You can do the work you are called to do while also living the life you desire. And the secret to it is first starting with you. So that's my encouragement for you today, friends. I hope that you will spend some time over the next week evaluating your values, your energy, your motivation, your talent, your priorities, and your sacrifice so that it will lead you to how to manage your people and how to manage your tasks. We can get it done. It is possible to do the work you're called to do while also living the life you desire. And together, we are going to do just that. All right, friends, I'm signing off for now. Cannot wait to share with you again next week. Thanks for staying on this journey. Don't forget about the ebook, MythTheBalancedTime.com. Follow me on Instagram at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. That's where you get all the updates and your spoonful of PBJ every Monday. I love sharing with you and I hope it helps. As always, my friends, you are significant. You are powerful and you are loved. Love always. PBJ. PBJ.